All right. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to yet another electrifying, invigorating, pulsating episode of the Geek Garage podcast. I'm your host, David Dassall. With me, as usual, joined remote all the way in uh, Tennessee is Ted White. How are you doing? Good, sir. Um, I'm a little concerned with the way you described the episode as pulsating, but... <laughs> I hope I I hope to recover. I was I was curious if you uh, were were also uh, or instead of wondering why I didn't speak the uh, the the city that you currently live in, but I decided at the last second as it was coming out to respect your privacy. So you know, I mean, I, I, I you don't did know. name the state though, so I mean that's pretty that's pretty big invasion in and of itself. <laughs> Well, my bad. Let's just backtrack and start the whole thing over again. Nah, I'm not doing that. Um, anyways, so, uh, Ted, I'm, I'm glad you're doing all right, I, I suppose. Uh, but, um, yeah, we are, we are here to talk about, um, a whole lot of nothing. Basically we, this week we, such as the show, <laughs> right? Yes. It, it's really not a huge departure from the norm. Um, it's just, this episode is going to be a little less structured than it typically is, which like we it's just said, not at all, basically. Yeah. No, I'm, we're going to yeah, go uh, so into the unstructured. It will become structured regimented. Yeah. We, we might just come for full circle on this bitch. Uh, but no, we, we conducted a couple of Facebook polls within the last couple of days, uh, maybe the last week or so. And, we are going to talk about the results and they, the, the polls themselves and the results and the conversation back and forth, it gained a lot of traction and we had a lot of interaction and it got me really excited for, for just that in general. But, you know, I was talking to Ted about it and we decided like, fuck it, like, let's make an episode out of it. Cause it seems like whenever we, you know, talk about the polls, we could kind of go on and on and on and, and make, you know, kind of a, uh, a, shorter than usual episode so that's basically what we're gonna do um but before we get to that uh we got to get through our pre-roll items like usual um so if you are new to the podcast uh, or you have not listened in a while these first couple of things will be for you basically uh, we just started a new segment on the website, a new blog post segment called Comic Corner, where Ted and I basically write up reviews on some of our favorite comic book runs, some of our favorite comic book issues or volumes, and uh, we we just send them out into the ether for for everyone or no one, but usually no one to read. Um, and but you know they're they're just they're there to. Uh, to to let you know that we have opinions on comic books. So um, yes. Uh, the first two issues of comic book or comic corner are now out. Um, I did my first one on um, Batman nightfall, the, uh, the, the famous Bane origin story and Ted remind me what yours was. Uh, I did mine on uh, the Punisher for max comics by Garth Ennis, by Garth Ennis, excuse me. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so those are the two that we have right now. You can check out uh, geekgaragepodcast.com if you'd like to read those. Um, second, we have our Facebook group page. 
Um, if you would just get on Facebook and type in uh, Geek Garage Podcast fans and listeners, uh, that is basically the central hub for all of the um, host listener fan communication i guess and 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 back and forth conversation we we do have our our regular geek garage facebook page twitter and instagram where you know we we post about new episodes and new blog content and and all that good stuff but the facebook group page is usually where all the cool stuff like like the polls like like we're talking about today that's where that goes down um and you can get on there and uh talk about your 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 favorite um you know shit that that we we like to talk about and conduct polls around um so if you'd like to join just like i said typing geek garage podcast fans and listeners and look us up click the join button and you'll be good to go um patreon we uh, I am delighted to announce that we have a brand new Patreon sub, uh, Josh Witte, a good friend from a long ass time ago. Uh, we were talking today. I um, quick, quick side notes. Uh, I made, uh, I've been into making like vinyl stickers here lately and I made one that uh, I knew was going to spark outrage, uh, but I, it, it was in the game of Thrones font and it said season or the last season was just okay or something to that effect and a lot of people had problems with that which i figured there would be because not too many people fucking liked the last season of game of thrones and i totally get that uh but josh witty i'm assuming was one of the people that didn't like the last season and he was like uh i tend to disagree sir and i was like well if you'd like to um you know, buy a custom-made sticker, I will gladly make you one that says otherwise, like the last season of Game of Thrones fucking sucked. And uh, one thing led to another, and he became one of our Patreon subs. So, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Josh, for for subscribing. We, we appreciate it. Um, and thank you to our current subs, Zach Binks and Reagan Biggs. You guys are amazing. Uh, you have been subs for a couple months now. Um, Zach was our first sub uh, from way back earlier this year. And um, yeah, you guys are amazing. Thank you for subscribing. Um, for those of you who have not subscribed yet and are potentially interested, uh, we do have two tiers. We have a $2 a month tier, which is the Uber Nerd tier, and we have the $5 a month tier, which is the Super Geek. And um, with the $2 a month tier, you get um, a shout out on the next episode, and you get your name on our Wall of Donors page on the website. Um, you get a official supporter button sticker set and a personalized thank you card for um, being a supporter and you also get to participate in monthly online hangouts and amas uh with the five dollar a month tier you get everything that comes in the uber nerd um, uh, tier plus uh you get to get to pick a movie we do for a watch along episode um we uh, we have yet to do one of these because it's been like pulling teeth getting uh movie suggestions from from one of our listeners but zach he has gave us one and ted do do we want to do we want to throw out the the title of what we're gonna do no no okay we're keeping it a secret we we're gonna spring that on you on a later date uh don't know what that date is but it is coming soon because um yeah we 
we talked about it uh, within the last couple of days. Ted and I both watched this movie for the first time, the both of us, and uh, we definitely have plans to do an episode on it very, very soon. Um, so, so yeah, uh, if you are interested in being a Patreon sub, then you can head to patreon.com and just search for the Geek Garage podcast. We also have a Patreon link on our website. We'll also put one in the episode description, uh, down below, um, in whatever podcast app you are listening to. So you can look out for that. If you are looking to support the show in a fashion that doesn't require your hard-earned monies, you can always leave us a rating and review. I believe Apple Podcasts may be one of the very few platforms where you can actually leave ratings and reviews, but uh, you could definitely do it there. Um, if there's another one out there, um, I'd love to hear about it uh, where you can leave ratings and reviews. Um, so hit me up with that valuable information. Um but yeah, um, I think that is going to do it for our uh, bullet points before we get into the meaty body of our discussion. Uh, Ted, shall we roll that Muzak? Uh, yes, let's do that thing. Okay. Play that funky music, white boy. So, uh, David, before we get started rolling through the polls uh, and talking about different albums, spoiler alert, uh, quick shout out and thanks to everyone that did participate in the polls that I just mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, that's the purpose of a poll, is for people to vote in it. So if none of you had voted in it, we wouldn't be doing this. So really, in a way, you have no one to blame but yourselves. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> uh, also, a huge thanks to everyone that reached out individually and personally to tell us how excited they were that we were going to be doing our uh, informal paranormal series. Um, That was just kind of a spur of the moment idea uh, based off of a Facebook poll. Uh, You'll notice a running theme there. Mm -hmm. Um, And it apparently a lot of people are super into that. So um, I don't remember exactly how many people reached out, but I know David said that several people reached out um, with messages that were like, oh, that's so awesome that you all are doing that. And I'm so excited for it and um, various other lies. So thank you uh, for that. That means a lot, uh, really, truly, uh, all jokes aside, that does mean a lot that people are interested in what we're doing because a lot of times we're not even interested in it. So it's weird. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, there's many layers to yes, this. Like an it's, onion. Sorry. Yeah. Onion. Any Anyone with a uh, a hobby or side gig or side hustle, that, uh, that they're trying to make a little bit of a scrap with it, you you know exactly where we're coming from. Indeed, like we're not yeah we're not trying to put money in our pockets. We're just trying to well, pour money well, back into the show. Uh, you know, to it can be both. But that's neither here nor there. So again, thank you to everyone for participating in the polls and for the people that reached out to say they were excited about our upcoming episodes. Uh, As always, if you have ideas of things that you want us to talk about, whether it's uh, paranormal things for those upcoming episodes or just in general, give us a shout because we're always down to talk about what uh, the 12 of you apparently want to hear. So uh, (laughs) we're moving up in the world and that is dope. So thank you uh, again for the last time ever. Yes. Moving on to our first Facebook poll. It was about music. Uh, that funky music 
as David yes. so eloquently put earlier. Uh, the question was, what is one of your favorite albums? One that slaps just as hard as it did the very first time you heard it. If you've ever been slapped by an album, there are people that will talk to you about that. We are not those people, but if you've ever been, you know, abused by a CD, there's help. So I I use the term slap because I think that's what the kids are saying nowadays. Like, I I see that a lot. David, you like, literally have children. You should know what the children are saying. <laughs> okay, well, my children are not like Gen Z children. Like, my children are, I don't, I don't think my children have like a name yet. Um, they're just idiot shit for brains. That is what this generation of your children are a part of is apparently. <laughs> Ooh, what did you say? I said doomed. Is what oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is highly accurate. Based, based yeah. on the way the world is going, at least statistically, <laughs> they're fucked. <laughs> right. No, that's, uh, yes, that, that, that is accurate. There's nothing well, funny about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we laugh to keep from crying. Yeah. Uh, yes, I, I believe slaps is one of the more popular nomenclature yeah it's yeah it seemed like a a, an appropriate word to use in this in this particular context so and it and it worked people got or understood what i was trying to say and man did people fucking bring it um yes uh music is one of those things that everybody has an opinion on mm -hmm. um i've met like two people ever that said they didn't like music and um they were lying everyone liked music it is it is a part of the human condition right yeah right <clears throat> uh so yeah looking at those lists you are not kidding a lot of people had a lot of opinions about it um some of them better than others although as you have told me numerous times it's not our place to judge so i will keep my judging opinions to myself <laughs> yeah we i mean we definitely the, the the point of this was not to make fun of or alienate any uh, potentially alienate any uh, yes. listeners it has that... come to my attention that this is a uh safe place and we are not allowed to do that so mm -hmm. yes. world is changing world is changing <laughs> <laughs> all right ted so we're gonna go ahead and get this started um when I first posted the poll, I went ahead and started out the thread with two of my favorite albums that I think slap just as hard. And both of those albums are from the band A Day to Remember, and it is Homesick and Common Courtesy. And I mean those in no particular order because I literally, like I wanted to pick like one and two or just one of them, but I couldn't figure out which one would beat out the other because i love them both equally so so yeah those those are mine um i know that you didn't really you you didn't technically participate in this poll but you do have True. some albums um so well we'll just and i i jotted down as you were making your list i jotted down more albums for myself so you just want to do those at the very end yeah i think uh before you and i ramble on about the things that no one cares about that we like uh we should go through and list the things that the people that do listen to the show care about because that's what they told us they care about so yes uh, i think that's a good idea we'll get to the important people first and then for anyone that still happens to be listening uh, afterwards congratulations um, you've made a poor choice <laughs> Right. Uh, we can congratulate them with a uh, virtual high five. Yes. 
up. All right. First up, we got John Aker. He suggested three different albums. He uh, he listed Rage Against the Machines first album, which I believe is their self-titled. Isn't that correct, Ted? Yes, that was their self-titled record. Cool. Uh, he mentioned Wisconsin Death Trip by Static X and Siamese Dream by Smashing Pumpkins, which is, uh, I will personally attest, that is a great album. That is a very good album. You're correct. Yes. Um, I... I never was like a huge, huge Smashing Pumpkins fan. I I definitely went through a Pumpkins phase, like in uh, late in high school. Like I I just blasted the fucking um, the double album, the Melancholy and the yeah, Infinite Sadness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just I had that on repeat like a motherfucker. And uh, man, like I, I think that officially kickstarted my emo phase. Mm. I, I think that's what did it. I could see um, that. Yeah. And, uh, and, then, and then I got into more contemporary emo stuff. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but still relatively topical. Uh, Hunter Van Cleef, he listed AFI's Sing the Sorrow and My Chemical Romance's Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, which I will attest are both fantastic albums. Um, I, yeah, um, I'll just leave it at that. They are, they're great. Yeah, I remember Sing the Sorrow was like, a movement almost right there were so many people like i think they had their lives changed by that album and i don't i don't say that in a mocking way uh, mm-hmm. completely at least uh but uh <laughs> <laughs> no it's afi is one jokes of those and bands. jokes but no like, seriously I, that album was huge when it came out uh yeah may, maybe maybe there's a little bit of like self-selection bias with that because like i hung out with all the like punks and shit who were mm-hmm. into that but that was a big big album um matthew snyder picked undertow by tool I yeah a big tool guy but um the people that are into tool are like really into tool <laughs> um yes like they have uh they can quote you the fibonacci sequence i'm not sure how that's done but they can do so i mean i'm you know that's not really funny, <laughs> yeah um, but you're a math person yeah so uh yeah like i said tool is never really my thing but uh definitely very talented definitely a very talented group and I, I get why people are super into them because of that yeah yeah they're a very polarizing band you just you either you kind of into it or you're not there's no like yeah. There's no halfway. Yeah, yeah. Like, people that are into Tool, like I said, are super into Tool. And people that aren't are just like, no, thank you. You know? Like, <laughs> like I'll, I'll stick to my typical, like, two and a half to three and a half minute songs instead yeah. of eight and a half minutes. I, I on would the like to listen side. to music that doesn't require a background in mathematics. Thank you. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's pretty accurate yeah uh laura m and i'm not saying your last name because i can't pronounce it and i don't want to offend you uh picked the used by wait for it you're not going to believe this the used uh yes uh i i think would that be the self-titled i believe so yeah Uh, i I I remember that record i had a friend that was super into it um again not really my thing but a couple of a couple of good tracks on there was that was the use was that their first album um i I can never remember if that was uh um i'm actually looking it up right now i'm not like uh uh yes it it was their uh first album i think that was probably their first like full length 
Right. So this uh, also um, just a quick uh, upfront, like, hi, Laura, if you happen to be listening. Um, she is a uh, old friend from high school. I think I've seen her once since high school. Um, but um, yeah, she uh, no, the this album. I bought it and then like I listened to it once all the way through and I was like, I don't think I'm ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just too weird for me at the time. Like I was listening to fucking simple plan at that point in time. And so th- things like that, David, you don't, <laughs> Hey, like I no shame. I, I don't, I don't give a shit who knows and who cares. Um, but yeah, like, so I, I kind of transitioned to this and I was like, think i'm ready and and so like i i started listening to other like music along the same lines that kind of eased me into the the alternative and hardcore genre um you know a little bit of metal and then i i kind of revisited this album and it was it was definitely more palatable um at that point in time um but yeah um solid choice for it all right next up we got brandon holloway and he listed the soundtrack to mary poppins i'm mary poppins y'all I just thought of that now. I didn't even have it written down in my notes. I'm so fucking proud of myself. Uh, and Ted is probably over there, like smacking his head, like, "Why am I friends with this fucker?" You're half um, right. <laughs> uh, I'm concerned about which part. Anyway, don't don't tell me. Uh, I don't think I want to know. Um, but I I don't think I've ever listened explicitly to the soundtrack to Mary Poppins. However, I did watch this movie a lot when I was younger. So good choice, Brandon. Um, Yeah, that's a really interesting choice. A lot of soundtracks. I mean, I guess Mary Poppins is kind of a musical, not like it's not what I think of when I think of a musical, but I guess it's mm -hmm. like pretty close to one really. Yeah. Um, So I'm not, like I'm kind of surprised, but I get it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like the the music for um, Mary Poppins is Disney, right? It's sure. got to be Disney. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. The the music for those movies uh, at, at that time period was was really good for for Disney movies, and especially like this this kind of like mashup of. <clears throat> Um, like real life and animation it was very interesting um that's kind of a different conversation that's getting into uh into the film aspect of things and we're talking about muzak um but yeah next up we got terry step uh he suggested make yourself by incubus um which is also a fantastic album i don't know if it is my favorite by incubus personally um i think morning view might be my favorite um but make yourself is a solid album um ted did you ever get into incubus by chance um kind of they're like what i would call a greatest hits band for me where like sure they have some songs i really like but i wasn't ever really into their album albums if that makes yeah. sense yeah um I do remember Make Yourself was a pretty big deal and Drive was like a fucking massive hit from what I remember. Yeah, yeah. Drive is a weird one for me because it got played, like, <clears throat> I think Drive is probably the only, one of the very few at least, um, Incubus tracks that, or singles that ever made it to like the top 40 radio stations. Um, everything else was played on like alternative rock and, and rock stations. 
Um, so, and, and because top 40 got their fucking filthy hands on it, they played that shit till no end. So I fucking hated the song drive for the longest time. And then I started playing guitar and someone suggested I learn that, um, it was probably some hot girl that I was trying to impress. Um, and, and then I learned it and I had this newfound appreciation for it. Cool story, right? Fuck you, David. Um, <laughs> okay. That- <laughs> That took, took a turn. turns I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Um, anyways, back to you, Ted. <laughs> uh, longtime friend of the show, uh, Jeff Breedwell, didn't yeah. understand the core concept of one or two. Apparently, <laughs> I don't. Did I? I don't think I explicitly stated. Um, uh, oh yeah. Okay. What's one of your favorite albums? <laughs> <laughs> So I think you did explicitly state it, but uh, it's been a fucking day. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, really. No, you know what? I'm gonna okay. <clears throat> you just you're gonna have to let a lot slide, Ted, and listeners. I already I'm sorry. let a lot slide, David. You're asking. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> so Jeff, uh, we're gonna read all of these, but just in the future, you know, read the fucking directions. It's gonna help you. It's gonna help you in the long run. The long run. The long run? Okay. Uh, <laughs> the first one he put was uh, Newfound Glory's self-titled record, which, um, having known Jeff for almost 30 years, I can attest that is very true. That is like the, the record that changed his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, which is a pun. That's a double entendre, David. I don't know if you got that. Uh, from Blink-182. <laughs> Uh, Becoming Who We Are from King's Kaleidoscope. I have no idea what that is and shall not comment. Uh, The Hamilton soundtrack, which apparently that's this huge thing. I I, I don't know. See, that's what I think (laughs) of when I think of a musical is stuff like Hamilton. Yeah, because that by definition, it's that's what it is. Yes, there Um, you go, David. Now you're getting it. But yeah, I've listened to the soundtrack a couple times and uh, I I have not yet watched Hamilton um, on Disney+. Plus. But I've heard good things, great things, actually, and um, looking forward to that. Anyways, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know that I've ever cared about anything less than I care about Hamilton, but I do know that uh, it's a huge like cultural phenomenon. So I'm, I'm not surprised to see it uh, on someone's list. Yeah, two lefts don't make a right by Reliant K. Aren't they from here, David? You know what I. F- that sounds like I something I've heard before. Um, maybe like they're 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 either from here or they're transplants. Like they're in from fact, not- Canton, Ohio. So we're just gonna delete that out of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, we're we're gonna keep it in. <laughs> uh, Rise or die trying by Four Years Strong, which also was a huge uh, record for uh, I guess the start of that whole uh, quote unquote easy core genre. Just yeah, still a stupid name. Uh, and still Jesus by I, I'm assuming this is pronounced Shylin. Shylin. That that's what I was gonna say. Shy Shylin, um, maybe? I am not sure how you say it, but uh um I don't know what that is. I'm going I'm, to assume I'm, it's Christian is, rock. Well, uh Christian something, yes, is what I was going to assume. Uh yes. based on the name. So uh, Or or uh, maybe it's Mariachi and it's still Jesus. <laughs> still Jesus. That's actually <laughs> what it is. Uh, he slid one past us damn it uh but yeah that would be uh, again reading comprehension one that was more than one 
but we're gonna let it slide because Jeff's an old friend. Yes. Yeah. We'll we'll let it slide just this once. Uh, thus ends Jeff's list. Finally, uh, moving right along to Dwayne, uh, who listed all albums by Coheed and Cambria. Look, uh, people, one is literally it's in. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I can't even say anything to them, David, because you listed two also. So. Uh, well, it was you know, doomed the- from the start. I will say, uh, Coheed and Cambria, well, not my favorite thing in the world. Those are some talented motherfuckers. Yeah, uh, they are. They they go and write comic books and graphic novels and then write music based off of said comic books and graphic novels. Which, uh, that's pretty dope. Yeah, I can't fucking do any of that. Like, I can barely play other people's music. Like, I... Like, I can barely play to like Neil Young, <laughs> um, and uh, and the Beatles. Um, you hand me that, and I'm like, I'm I'm good. Uh, but yeah. Um, well, David is always Wonderwall. <laughs> Anyways, here's Wonderwall. No, I I can actually play one part, the intro to one Coheed and Cambria song. I don't know the name of it, um, because their name, their track titles are weird and no one has uh, time to read all of that it's just track one and two coheed all right that's what it is <laughs> yeah that's, Some of us have that's what it is here. okay all right um next up we got stephanie lester who uh listed who will survive and what will be left of them by murder or yeah by murder by death sorry that was just uh, a weird way to to phrase that i guess it would have been better to say Murder by Death's album, Who Will Survive and What Will Be Left of Them. Um, Congratulations, David. You fucked all that up. Well, that was going to happen pretty much regardless. (laughs) I mean, it's happened like 17 times since we pushed record. So, you know, go me. Um, No, I I have no idea what any... uh, This is a classic case of like, oh, I know some of these words. Um, Yeah, so... um, who will survive and what will be left of them is the tagline from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I know that. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not familiar with this album necessarily, although I will say Murder by Death is uh, also a movie reference. So I'm guessing this is a group made up of cinephiles. Um, That's probably safe to say. I will say that Murder by Death is also a fucking hard-ass thing to name a band. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Yes. I, I looked them up before the show and they're like indie rock, which not my thing, but... Um, I, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say that I'm a tentative fan just based on their uh, clear love of cinema. Right. Yeah. You might be able to or might be willing to give them a listen or two just uh just for curiosity's sake. Yes. Because the band title. Anyways. Uh, so next up we have Tiffany Elder, a friend of the podcast, uh, yep. has been on of the show. Yeah. Yes, uh, she was on for the Star Trek episode, and I think that was it. Her, her and her husband, Mac, who has been on at least a few times. They were uh, they were on both on for the Star Trek episode and then a couple times before that. Um, but anyways, she listed a couple different albums, and we are going to let it slide for her as well, because all four of these albums are pretty fucking dope. Um, First one is Newfound Glory's Sticks and Stones album. Second is Cartel's Chroma album. Third is Thrice Artist in the Ambulance and Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Yes. The Chronic um, is, a, is that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, it's um classic. Classic uh classic music right there. Um, the, uh, one of the first records I ever bought, in fact. 
Oh yeah? yeah, I I feel like that's pro that album is probably a first for a lot of people. Yeah. Like especially our age, because I, I remember that album coming out and back when like CD stores were still a thing, like Tower Records and uh fucking what were the other al the record stores that were like chains? Like there was Vir- wasn't Virgin Music one? Um, yeah, Virgin Tower Records, Media Play. Well, they were more of like a, they had a little bit of everything. Um, yeah media play was the shit yeah i like media play a lot yeah um no uh funny funny side story um this is totally unsolicited but um i think it's funny so i'm gonna tell it anyways um i was working as um, a call center person for um the uh one of the home shopping network places uh at for a very very brief point in time and we were, I didn't even make it out of the training and they cut us loose one day on the phones to, to take actual phone calls. And I didn't pick up this call, uh, but someone else in our training class did when we all got back to the, you know, the big group digital session, um, our, our trainer was like, so I have this funny story to tell you one of our trainees, um, picked up a call from a sweet old lady that called to try and return a pair of beats by Dre because they were quote not prescribed by a real doctor. <laughs> well, and, yeah, and we all had a fantastically long good laugh at that because it was all fucking hilarious to the people that knew the situation. <laughs> um but yeah, I I thought it was pretty funny. Um, so yeah, old ladies, man. Yeah. They'd be old ladies. It's <laughs> right. <clears throat> uh, but yes, uh, that is a pretty solid list from, uh, ye old elder. Uh, next we have Steve-O, not the Steve-O, but a Steve-O, perhaps mm-hmm. he's the Steve-O. Um, I don't actually know David's friends like that, so he might be it's not me. Uh, but anyway, uh, Steve-O had two picks, which I'm noticing a theme with nobody understanding what fucking one is, uh, but that's all right. We're, we're past that. Uh, his picks were Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory, which was a big, big, big album. I remember that one vividly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Story of the Year's Page Avenue, which was also a pretty uh, pretty popular record, as I recall. Yep. Um, one of my really good friends, Story of the Year is like his favorite band. Um He's the only person in the world, I think, whose favorite band is Story of the Year, but he's, he's riding or dying by him. So. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, I don't think Story of the Year has been a band or a thing for quite some time now, but their they're very short tenure, um, unless they're still going strong, and I, I'm just out of the loop uh, because I haven't listened to them in so long. But yeah, um, these two albums, they were... They both came out around the same same time frame within the same like I think two three years or so, and I mean Hybrid Theory especially was just a fucking powerhouse of an album. Like everyone was listening to this. Like uh, I'm pretty sure that album went like diamond or something. Did it really? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's um just because like I mean it is so fitting for the time that that it came out. Um, what was it is got had to be like 2001 right right ted um, right, right around there 2000 2001 that it that it came out um i'm looking it up i'm looking it up i'm looking it up october 24th 2000 
Hmm. I was close. I was close. Um, but yeah, this, this record was, was fucking nuts. Um, I actually saw Lincoln park. Well, I saw them live. What? Dude, this record has sold 27 million copies. (laughs) Jesus. Fuck me. Well, that's a lot. Um, yeah. Uh, if you haven't listened to Hybrid Theory, it's like uh, Double Diamond. It is. Um, it's the best-selling <laughs> debut album of the 21st century. Wow. Yeah. That's. I'm sorry, I just completely cut you off with that. So start back <laughs> wherever you were on it too. And I'm my bad. No, I, I mean I I was making no cohesive points whatsoever. Um, it got I, I, on our souls. <laughs> right during no point in your ear, incoherent rambling did you come close to making anything resembling a point (laughs) may god have mercy on your soul um no uh so yeah i I really don't have much to say about this album because i I think everything that could be said has already been said um i'll just say like rest in peace chester bennington like we miss you and uh yeah it it that one that one stung quite a bit um pretty sad after that one but but yeah life goes on uh next we have drea who has three very interesting and off the wall picks um Mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not mad at any of these i'm a little surprised by them but that's not a that's not a bad thing uh first is primus sailing the seas of cheese jane's addiction nothing's shocking and andy defranco living in clip i'm really surprised by annie defranco not in a bad way just like that's an interesting pull i did not expect from um any of our listeners uh-huh. uh kind of the same for primus and and jane's actually all of them really on this list of, of, of dress um primus is an acquired taste i guess is a good way to describe them i think that is probably putting it the mildest yeah. like yeah <laughs> i mean they are not my thing um like at all i will listen to that one song that's on the tony hawk soundtrack jerry was a race car driver <laughs> yes i will listen Drove to that fast um <clears throat> sometimes i even started the level over um just so i could get a new track um i really i mean i guess i kind of get why people like primus Primus is not really my thing. I think Les Claypool is probably too talented for his own good, and it comes out in weird ways. Yeah. I think that's true of a lot of people who are that talented. It comes out in ways that everybody else doesn't quite get, but somehow that person makes it work uh, yeah. for them. Jane's Addiction, um, they have some stuff I like, but man, talk about a band that needs to do less heroin. <laughs> that's just that's just it, man. Uh, but, you know, uh, still, still a solid, you know, uh, a lot of hits from them and uh, Andy DeFranco I'm still really su- just surprised about again not in a bad way just like that's kind of there's like out of left field and then there's somebody on a listening to a Geek Garage podcast naming Andy <laughs> uh, but that's cool yeah no I, I'm, I'm glad to have a lot of diversity in this list um, it's that was that was one thing that I noticed when reading over the list like in its entirety was like there's there's a lot of diversity in here like i know that our target demo and and the people that listen to the podcast are of our age so millennials a little bit of gen z and a little bit of gen x or y 
Y. No, no X. the Gen Y. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, uh, so so I was expecting a lot of like My Chemical Romance, uh, Lincoln Park stuff like you know Newfound Glory. <laughs> I was expecting all, all that, so it, it was nice to see a lot of. Um, you know, mix up in here. Um, but we do have one more name um, and that's Gabriel Silva. And he listed Mothership by Dance Gavin Dance, who is one of my favorite bands of all time. Um, even though I just kind of started listening to them within the last like five years or so. They've, they've been around for quite a while now. Um, they started up in the, like the, the, the screamo era of like the mid to late 2000s and have underwent severe bands drama and changes uh they they yeah, didn't their original singer like get caught got didn't he like get caught selling a fake laptop or something i mean that was yes yeah. yes uh Among his name other problems i've heard he had <laughs> uh yes he i so i can't speak to his character now because he might be however you want to say it, reformed quote unquote or you know i be, evolved into a decent human being but yes back in this time frame um he was what uh what people on the streets referred to as a giant piece of shit um uh, he he had the, the douche yes um douche nozzle um he, and what you're referring to was johnny craigslist um his uh, that's vocalist. right i remember that yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so uh he was the clean vocalist um of of the band when the band first started and he, uh, his name was Johnny Craig and he started this thing uh, called Johnny Craig's list. And he was like selling or auctioning off like, uh, signed MacBooks, I think. And it turned out to be a scam of some sort. I believe I, I don't know all the yeah. details of it. He was, uh, I remember this pretty vividly because it was pretty big news on the MySpace to put myself there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He was he was selling a MacBook and then a bunch of people like sent him money for it and then he just never sent a MacBook to anyone because probably he was buying drugs with that money. <laughs> uh, that is, I, I think that's pretty safe to assume. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, I like I said, I've only been listening to Dance Gavin Dance for um, since uh, the Mothership album, basically that that uh, Gabe listed. Um, and I'm sorry, Gabe. I, I said Gabriel and you go by Gabe. I apologize. You were just on the podcast like fucking two or three episodes ago. Apology um, not accepted, David. He hates you now. Yeah, probably. Um, I, I am a huge douche nozzle. Uh, but but anyways, um, yeah, I like I said, this band is uh, there. It, just the history itself is interesting, like. I think they still have a couple of the original band members, but for the most part, the band has, it's like changed drastically and you can, the, the history of the band is pretty accurate on, on Wikipedia. So if you want to go read up on Wikipedia on their, on their page, um, it's, it's pretty interesting, but, um, they're the, the music, the music sound that they have kind of settled into now that they've established like band members that, aren't going to do drugs and then drop off the face of the planet. Or um, at least can have a handle on the amount of drugs they do. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, now that they have some consistency with with all that and are able to keep band members around, their their music has gotten better. So I, I think it's it's pretty popular when you 
when you talk about dance Gavin dance with, you know, fans, the, they'll all say that or not all of them, but most of them will, will agree that their music has gotten a lot better um, or is it's at its best like now or, or within the last four or five years. Um, but yeah, this is a solid album. So uh, David, you, you know a lot more about this group than I do. Um, it, it, is it like some other groups where they go through a lot of lineup changes or particularly a lot of vocal vocalist changes where um, people like one era more than the other? Or does it seem pretty pretty uniform that most people are like, yeah, the newer stuff is better? Yeah, so I'd say it's a little bit of both, actually. Um, I, I don't think I personally have ran into anyone that's... Uh, has said like oh yeah i prefer like the older stuff like from the uh from the johnny craig era era or from you know the the other like clean vocalist eras um uh, john mess the screamer he's uh he's the uh the only um consistent vocalist from the band i, I think he might have left temporarily at one point in time but anyways uh yeah so so like i said it, it's kind of yes and no like I think for the most part, like I said a, a few minutes ago, most people will agree that they've really hit their stride um, within the last five or six years or so now that they have like a, a solid foundation to, to kind of evolve on. Um, and like the, the funny thing about the band is that they, they tell their fans like, okay, with this next album, we're getting like really fucking weird. And I think they say it as like a shock factor to try and like not drive people away, obviously, but to, to kind of get people ready. But like fans have come to realize that the bands just continuously puts out like weirder and weirder music. So like they're already expecting that level of weird. So there's nothing, not a bug, that kind of thing. Yeah. There's nothing left to do, but enjoy it when that music comes out. And um, and so I was, I've been waiting for them to put out like a lackluster album since Mothership. I'm, I'm like, all right, like they can't all be good. And so far I really haven't like their new album Afterburner just came out and it's fucking great. Like track number three, I forget the name of it, but all the clean vocals are sung completely in Spanish. Um, I'm not, uh, and Ted, I think I was talking to you about this song, um, couple weeks ago when the album first came out but i'm not sure if uh i think will swan the the lead guitarist he might have some spanish descent in him uh and there might be with a few of the other band members so i'm not exactly sure what the driving force was for doing this song almost completely in spanish but it's pretty fucking cool um so yeah, I, I definitely suggest like if you're into like alternative rock and a little bit of like hardcore and um, the term mathcore isn't thrown around. Uh, the genre elitist in me wants to come out and correct you, but uh, <laughs> okay, I will, I will abate it. No, I, I mean I, I'm I'm curious as to to what you have to say. Is that not a is mathcore not a thing? I was told mathcore it was a is thing. a thing, but they're not a mathcore band. No, um, okay. not every band that plays in a time other than four, four is a math core band. Um, okay. Thus ends well, <laughs> okay. Well, I guess, uh, consider me schooled. Uh, they, they play just a lot of really complicated guitar licks. Um, 
so we'll just leave it at that. Anyway, we we blabbered on for uh, about Dance Gavin Dance for too long now. Now that we've gone through all the important people, uh, the listeners, and, and listed off what they uh, chose for the poll, we're going to name off ours. And I know, I know, I know. I was just giving everybody a more or less good-natured hard time about picking more than one, and I'm going to do the same thing. But you know what? It's our podcast, so deal with it. Yeah. Uh, you, I'm just gonna... you chose to listen to us. Yes. And regret it. Uh, I'm just going to name off all these. We don't have to spend a lot of time on them because um, I doubt that many. I, first of all, I doubt David's ever heard of them. And I kind of also doubt some of our listeners have either, but that's not. Really <laughs> I don't say that in a pretentious way, just that I like really heavy music that not everybody else even can stand. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'll just try and name off a couple. The first is botches. We are the Romans. This record came out in like 2000 and fucking knocks 20 years later. It rules. If you're, if you're in a metalcore at all, um, basically all of your favorite metalcore bands ripped off Bosch. Um, what, wait, which one is the band name? Botch. Okay. Yeah. I, I was, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a, isn't there a band called like, we are the Romans or we came, we came as we, we came as Romans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, they ripped off botch two from the name. Uh, moving along. <laughs> I've literally never heard that band. I have no idea what they sound like. They um, probably, uh, that I have heard what they sound like and I can almost guarantee you, guarantee you without hearing, uh, botch that they sound nothing like. That. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like uh, move, I'm going to count it anyway. Right. Move right along. <laughs> uh, next, I have the Gaslight Anthem's 59 sound. I struggled okay. really hard between this and American Slang, but uh, I really love those two albums. I listen to them like once a week still each. Um, nice. And, and they both rock. The Hold Study, Boys and Girls in America, that same kind of you know rock and roll sound as the Gaslight Anthem, um, which just kind of speaks to the to the nostalgic person in me. Uh, probably my favorite record of all time, Massive Attack's Mezzanine. Um, the defining trip-hop album for me, and I listen to it literally like every two days. <laughs> uh, just two more. Sleep's Dope Smoker. 63-minute doom metal song about weed priests. Um, I Literally, I it's insane and I love it. Uh, and then the Wu-Tang, 36 Chamber which uh, is pushing 30 and still is, uh, you know, nastier than your favorite hip hop album. <laughs> this is really tough for me because there's so many like music. I'm, I'm an even bigger music snob, than I am movie snob. If you, if you will believe that. Um, <laughs> so it was really hard for me. Like there were so many groups or artists that I wanted to name, but I couldn't pick one album. I was right. like, like for the Rolling Stones, there were like four albums I wanted to put on there. And I was like, nope, can't do it. Never done <laughs> one. Same for Springsteen, Sinatra. Uh, there's about 10,000 jazz records that I like a lot. Outkast, Hatebreed, duh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just tough to pick like one, one record um, when I can literally just like go into my iTunes because I still use iTunes because to me it's still 2005. Um <laughs> And just like go to the artist and hit play, and that's all I'll do that day is just listen to that discography. Right. Um, but it's 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 tough for me to just pick a single album, even of the groups that I listed. Like I have multiple albums from all those groups, and listen to multiple albums from all those groups. 
No, this was very difficult for me as well. And my list, which is, um, I'll apologize in advance, it is also extensive. So I'm just going to rattle them off um, and not really spend too much time on them. Uh, yeah, I, I am a, I wouldn't call myself a music snob because I like almost all genres of music. Like if you, if you take like all genres, um, and subtract Christian country and Enya, um, you have, (laughs) (laughs) the, uh, that's, that's why it's funny or not funny, depending on if you did not laugh. Um, but, uh, if you subtract those three things, then you basically have these genres of music that I listen to. Um, now I do listen to old school country, like back when it was fucking Willie Nelson and yeah. Hank Williams. Yeah. Like outlaw country, I, I, I fucks with that. Right, yeah, like when it was good, um, and and not talking about jeans and cold beer and pickup trucks and shit like that. Um, anyways, um, okay, so my list goes something like "Say It Like You Mean It" by the Starting Line, "Let It Enfold You" by Senses Fail. <laughs> Take this. T- <laughs> Sorry, we had a, a little bit that we yeah, had uh, a crack up there. Yeah, we we uh, cut it out, and you can you can hear Pull it. Up blooper at, reel. Getting, we're gonna keep uh, it moving along. Yeah. Um. Listen to the blooper reel at the very end. Um. Take this to your grave by Fallout Boy, uh, American Idiot, and Twenty First Century Breakdown by Green Day, um, California, and basically all other albums by Blink One Eighty Two. Uh, Sticks and Stones and Self-Titled by Newfound Glory. Um, Essentially everything that Andrew McMahon has ever done. uh, He's one of my favorite musicians of all time, Um, possibly like my favorite musician. But um, for those unfamiliar, he uh, his first band was something corporate. Uh, and my favorite albums from that were uh, Leaving Through the Window and North. Um, he uh, His second band was Jack's Mannequin. Uh, my favorite was um, Everything in Transit. That was their first album at Jack's Mannequin and actually just celebrated its uh, 15th anniversary um, this month, I believe. Um, so congratulations to Andrew for that uh, the anniversary uh, on that album. Um, and then basically all albums under his, uh, his newest, um, I guess, moniker, or yeah, he's basically been solo for the last uh, couple albums, but, um, he still goes by Andrew McMahon in the wilderness. Um, the first was self-titled second was zombies on Broadway and the third and recent, which came out, I think last year or 2018 was, uh, upside down flowers. Um, and then, um, you know, I, I talked quite a bit about Dance Gavin Dance, so I'll spare you, but uh, I'll just put down Mothership because this was the album that got me into the band. And despite how great Afterburner is and all the other albums before and after Mothership, I will say that Mothership is the one that slaps the hardest for me. So, boom, that is my list. All right. Yeah. So, so there you have it, folks. Um, that is, that is our, our list that, uh, you did not ask for, but yet still received. And if you made it this far, congratulations. And like always, I'm sorry. Yes, Um, we are deeply, deeply sorry. (laughs) Um, we're, we're, we're professionals. (laughs) You're fired. Uh, so, uh, yeah, 
if uh, if you made it this far, thank you um, so much, and thank you to everyone that uh, participated in in this poll. Um, it was a fun one for me because and Ted, uh, despite the fact that he's not on Facebook, um, music is a huge part of my life. Uh, you know, I'm I wouldn't call myself a musician, even though I do play guitar. Um, I, I'm more of a, uh, an appreciator, uh, if that's a word or a connoisseur of music. I, I just, I love listening to music and I, I know Ted will, will say the same about himself or has said the same. And, uh, this was just a really fun poll to do because it, it mixes up the, the contents with the polls that, uh, you know, from our typical fair, which is usually like video games or comic books or movies. So, um, Ted, I don't know how you felt, but this was a fun change up from from our usual stuff. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, you know, it's good to to breach out and remember that people have hobbies or interests that aren't just like about people that wear tights and fight crime. Right. Yeah, and I mean it. You know, to if you're going to try and make an argument. I think music is so you kind of talked about this earlier. It's so deeply ingrained in our psyche and just our everyday life. Like there's not too many people out there that will straight up say like, Oh yeah, I don't listen to music or I don't like music. Uh, so, you know, it, although music, you might not be able to draw a straight parallel line um, between it and geek and nerd culture it's still something that we all do and, and we all appreciate. So I feel like it still has its place within the realm of shit we talk about on the podcast. So, so yeah, I, I'm glad whenever we can do these episodes, the music related ones. Um, so yeah. Um, but Ted, like always, thanks for, for joining me and being my trusty, sidekick in in this grand adventure we call a shit podcast (laughs) whatever this ain't my whole night uh but it is though right yeah i'm 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 tired i woke up at like 4 30 i'm going to bed dude yeah fuck that um i i did not wake up at 4 30 but i feel you so yeah we'll we'll sign off this bitch catch us on uh twitter facebook instagram uh youtube and um, all the other podcast apps subscribe if you haven't already please and thank you and as always be kind stay geeky and eat lots of cheesecake Bye bye um starting lines say it like you mean it senses fails um let it unfold you fallout boys take this to your grave hey, green what it's unfold, not unfold what did I say? You said unfold. <laughs> like you unfold a sheet. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna look this up. It's because... infold with an E. Motherfucker! <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been lied man. to for 16 goddamn years! <laughs> My <laughs> life is a lie! You How? Were... You... How the hell did I not fucking know this? Oh my god, I'm gonna fucking piss. <laughs> well, I think we just found our blooper reel. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
good. Uh, what the fuck, man? Uh, At first I thought I was just being a dick in the stickler and correcting you, but the fact that you literally thought it was so funny. <laughs> I'm gonna... F- I'm gonna kill myself! Ooh. All right. So yeah. I'm gonna... St- I'm going to start this over.